In today's episode, we're going to be talking about building your online tribe or your community. Enjoy. Welcome to the Age of Jeremy. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. Thank you so much for tuning in to our show today. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'm coming off of our Revive Retreat, which I will talk about in a moment. But if you are new to this podcast, this podcast is all about the things that I am doing as I uh, journey into entrepreneurship or the journey that I have had in entrepreneurship over the last seven years, building a seven-figure company, working on second seven-figure company and multiple uh, six-figure companies and five-figure companies even. And this is everything that I learn. I hope to share all of my learnings with you and educate you so you don't have to go through the same things. But also because this is the age of Jeremy, it's also the other stuff that goes on in my life as well. Well, and there is a whole Age of Jeremy ecosystem that you can be a part of. And if you want to be a part of that ecosystem, make sure that you follow me on all social media platforms at Age of Jeremy, except for on X app now, it's Age of Jeremy Q. And all of these episodes, um, not all of these episodes, these main episodes are found on YouTube as well at Age of Jeremy. So make sure that you follow me there. And if you want to reach out to me, reach out to me on um Snapchat um, and uh, follow me on Snapchat at age of Jeremy as well. And uh, if you don't know uh, who I am, I uh, founded a business called three, two, Academy with my good friend, C J V or coach J V. And that is my main business. I'm the CFO of that business, the co-founder, one of our coaches for a generational um, shifting program. And if you click on my link tree in the episode um, description, you can get a link to our free three T warrior Academy freedom financial guide or warrior financial guide. Um, it shows you the blueprint that we use to free ourselves and create financial freedom for ourselves. And then maybe if you like what you see there, you'll come and give our seven day free trial to our three T warrior Academy a try and try out our revolutionary 120 day challenge. Um, and if you join our community and be a part of our community, you like our community and and you want to go deeper in our community, you can come to things like our Revive Retreat, which we just got back from, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about my other business, Age of Radio, where I'm the CEO of that business as well. Um, and that is the kind of the concept behind the Age of Jeremy name for um, this podcast. But for Age of uh, Radio, because we're going to be talking about communities, make sure that you join our Age of Radio community. You can find us on Facebook, um, Facebook groups, just type in Age of Radio, Addicted to podcasting or addicted to podcasting, you can find a link in the description below or in the episode description. You can also check it out on my link tree. Um, and we have over 500 people in that uh, group. Uh, and we talk about content. We share content stories. It's all about really like loving content, not just podcasts specifically, but movies, games, books, anything that you geek out about, we can talk about. We just created a new general chat where you've been having really great conversations about pumpkin bread for some reason. Um, it's mainly really geared around towards food lately in that chat, but it's not only about food. And again, you don't have to have a podcast or create content to be a part of this group. You can uh, join that Facebook group and just be a listener and part of the audiences and learn about new podcasts and share the stuff that you enjoy with content as well. And that's really what it's about. And we do 
all other kinds of stuff in there, or we're working to do other kinds of stuff in there, which is kind of the basis for this specific podcast episode. Um, so that being said, um, I think that, uh, I don't know, do I have anything else that I want to talk about as far as, oh, Revive. Before we get into that, I want to talk about Revive. So Revive is a retreat, a spiritual retreat that we have, and it was just super, super fantastic. Lots of amazing things happened. Um, and to kind of walk you through, it's a it's a three-night, four-day event, and you do a lot of uh, forgiveness. You do a lot of healing. Uh, we did a burn ceremony. We did some forgiveness uh, rituals, as I like to call them. We did some ice baths that were fantastic. Fantastic. We did some great breath work, um, and it really was allowed to um, let yourself go and and really find some of the things that have been creating trauma in your life. And I found things that were creating trauma in my life, uh, specifically not having a relationship with my dad, and not so much not having that relationship with my father, but more along the lines of not being able to have access to that side and that part of the community. I feel like part of that ancestral DNA or that ancestral um, spirit or that ancestral um, relationship was lost because I don't know anything about that side of the family. And so I'm going to be working to um, try to gain that. It's not so much that I'm upset that my dad or my father left me and my mother. It's more along the lines of that I lost access to that side of my family because A, my mother didn't you know keep that part up, which makes sense, right? Um, and secondly, I never had the chance to build that relationship with my father to know that side of the family or actively kept up with it, whether it was out of anger or resentment or just, you know, life getting in the way. So when I think of those things, I think that um, that part of my history was lost. And I really kind of talked a lot about that at uh, the Revive Retreat. And and I've been really focusing on a lot of ancestral, um, uh, I guess, uh, ritualistic practices or ancestral worship. Uh, mainly, I think it's because Ohigan, which is a uh, ritual um, in uh, in Buddhism, where um, is a Buddhist uh, concept about honoring your ancestors. And I'm really trying to get more into uh, more actively being involved with the uh, Japanese or Buddhist um uh, religious holidays, just as the way that they're built inside of, or how the Christian holidays are built inside of our calendar that we have here in the United States. And so a lot of that ancestral worship and ancestral concepts came up over the weekend, which I think was more confirmation that we need to do from our, I need to do a better job with revering that part of, um, life and making sure that those, uh, those, um, uh, ancestors are, you know, properly worshiped and properly given the attention that they need because they will help us along our journey in life. And they want you to do good in life, right? Because you're your ancestors. And so that makes sense. And I don't think that we have enough conversations about how we should have conversations about the people of the past and how we should reflect on that, worship them in the sense of, you know, paying them respect and homage and keeping their spirit alive. Because in that essence, then you never really, really die. And that was a, a reoccurring theme for me specifically at the retreat, which is really great confirmation for me. Oh, the other thing that we did at the retreat, um, May, our amazing chief, uh, chief operating officer for three, two warrior Academy. She, uh, did some of her human design, which she does coach in our generational shifter. And if you don't know what human design is, it's a mixture of a lots of different esoteric, um, 
uh, not esoteric, astrological practices or divination practices that all get put on this specific chart. And it helps you learn how you can, uh, it helps you learn more about yourself and how to react to certain situations. And myself being a peer generator, um, I need to have aha moments or look for signs for specific things or things that really trigger my gut. Um, and when that happens, then that's the thing that I need to be going after. And that's that sign to react to it and then move forward and, and do whatever it is that caused that reaction. So the revive was really, really good. We did it up in Navajo County or Heber, Arizona. Uh, in uh, this specific one, we had a, we rented a beautiful, 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 beautiful gated, um, complex, I guess, cabin. We had access to the barn. There was a pond there and we broke the dock. We were trying to take a picture on the dock. The, the dock kind of snapped from uh, what we believe is eroded log or like a log that had been eroded over time. Um, but it was just a fantastic, fantastic time. We got to play some volleyball. We got to have some great conversations and I am just ecstatic to see where that part of our business goes as we continue to work harder on ourselves than anything else. And as we continue to focus on, you know, spirituality and for me and my, for me, and then also CJV going deeper into those things, you know, CJV is a Christian and, and follows Christ, um, uh, and Christ consciousness, which is very similar to the search for enlightenment or Godhood or whatever you want to call it. And so we get along in that aspect and we're very adamant about leading with that religious practice. Um, and, and not, um, judging anybody based off the religious practice and encouraging them to be open and talking about it. But that being said, let me go, uh, ahead and, um, talk a little bit about the communities and the things that I wanted to talk about in this episode. So, you know, building an online community is a great way to connect with your audience. It's a great way to grow your brand and create value for your members. But there's lots of things that I see when I'm looking at communities and things that even happen in some of the, the communities that, you know, I'm a part of like leading, right. Um, not so much with three, two or Academy, but with some other, some other communities that we're a part of is that we have a tendency to over, you know, over try to get the, the, the community to buy into things that we are specifically selling. And so there is, it, 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 there is a essence of you need to have those things. The reason why you build the community, I guess, is I guess the first thing that we should start with the reason why you build the community is because you're trying to build authority around a specific, uh, a specific concept, right? So in the case of addicted to podcasting, we're building a, um, a fun, loving environment where people can share their content and we can promote content creation. Okay. So it doesn't have to be all age of radio stuff. It's just that that's where that community for age of radio gathers. Now, whether where it gathers, we'll talk about it here in a minute, but that's why it specifically gathers. And the goal behind that is to create new content, to educate people in content space, to share content with people. And then as that trust builds over that, right, you can then choose to give, um, do asks or call to action for certain things to be bought. So from a brand perspective, there is the essence of building that community by providing value after value after value, and then occasionally doing an ask and, and, and then sharing the things that you're selling and sharing the things that you're doing over time. But what happens is a lot of people just do that and then they just push the thing that they're trying to sell because they're just trying to sell it. 
And that's one of the biggest problems. Okay. That's how the brand kind of utilizes it to build a community. And then you can also build community just in things that you want to create a community around. So some of the other communities that I have is I have a, uh, a Facebook group that's for my uh, immediate cousins that are from my grandparents, right? From my mom's brothers and sisters. And then we have a further generative community called uh, the Swope family community, right? People that are descendants of our great grandparents, right? And so that becomes a broader um, community for all of us to stay connected. Uh, and then when we look at like the hosts for the podcast, uh, the podcast groups, we have our host community group, um, and then we tie all of that inside of Discord. So. The idea behind all this is for a way for you to connect with people and connect with your audience. And that could be not your, you know, like from a brand perspective, it could be like you just wanting to build communities around things. Like I have an association called Red Wizard Gaming Society that that community is built just to promote gaming, the sharing of ludology. Um, and it hasn't like really taken off. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to get those things to take off here in a minute from our current, um, from my current experiences and the things that I'm trying to do. And then some from great, you know, advice from the the internet. And so when you're building um, your community, it's not very easy, though it sounds easy. And one of the things is, is that you have to be persistent and you have to have a clear vision. You have to have a solid strategy and a lot of dedication to make it work. And so there are a few tips that I'm going to share with you that I have found online. And then I'm also going to, which I do believe in, right, that I've done. And then I'm going to share with you some like how the ecosystem of our communities work. Um, and so, and I'm mainly going to be focusing around addicted to podcasting. I'll be putting in pieces of 3 2 Warrior Academy here and there. Um, but because community building is so important to me, it's something that I'm very, very adamant on um, continuing to talk about and share because the communities can also be great places to share content marketing strategies, which I will share some of those as well, as long as I remember, because I have not taken any notes to put this down uh, because we are leaving for New York for the Ripple Party um, in a couple of days. And I want to make sure that I got a new podcast out um, because I want to share with us and, and keep you know everybody engaged. So the first thing is you really need to kind of know who the people are that you're going after. And so you really need to have a clear idea of who your target audience is, what they care about and what they need from you. And this is something that I'm now just learning how to do in my addicted to podcasting group. And one of the best ways to do that is to work on as those people come in to your community survey them to find out more about them so that you can create what's called an avatar. And so the avatar is essentially the demographics, like the age, the sex, um, uh, uh, or a gender, um, of the individuals, you know, how much money they make a year, what their race is, what their um, ethnicity is, uh, um, what their likes are, what their interests are. And the more that you get to know about that, the more you can tailor things or advertising to get people into the community to be a part of it. Um, and so this will help, this will also help you create the kind of content and the interactions that you will, that, that resonate with people so that then you can continue to put those interactions into the group so that they're more engaged with the community because being engaged in the community is what's really, really important. If you have a bunch of people that are in there that aren't engaging, then you need to work on that. Just like that's something that we're working on with our addicted to podcasting community. And a lot of you might be new to this to the community making. And so you might not, you might not realize some of these things, um, 
as I didn't realize a lot of them, even when I was making the communities and being a part of a part of the communities. And so one of the things that we do for our 3T Global uh, Warrior Academy group um, that's free to everybody is that we kind of look at the content from the avatars um, and then we put that content in there from what we've learned from doing research and studying the kind of people that follow us. And then we gear that content towards them and then it kind of grows. Um, so then after you kind of have like that vision of what you want to go after initially, right? And that's going to change over time because you could have that vision, go after those people and then a whole different type of people come in. And that's why understanding that survey piece is so important. So like having something like SurveyMonkey, using polls inside of the platform that you're using or working with say MailChimp, um, survey. I think MailChimp has a survey piece because we're working on that right now. Um, or HubSpot, I think has a survey piece that you can integrate, or you can just use something like Microsoft forms or Google forms to get that information in there so people can take it. And then you just kind of, if you, if you give a monetary reason to do it, then more people are going to fill it out and then you're going to get better information. So, and then the next thing that you want to do is you kind of want to choose a platform for your community. And this is where a lot of people get have a hard time with because they'll try to do too many platforms. And so the two my two favorite ones from a from a completely free standpoint is going to be is going to be Facebook um, specifically or Discord. And I've talked about these two in the past. I'm a big fan of both Facebook and a big fan of Discord. Um, and so and so those are two of the great places that I think that you should focus on building your communities. But one of the caveats that I would say is just I started doing Discord because I liked Discord. And so I created that community. But like none of the people that are in my Facebook group um, for addictive podcasting aren't really enticed to go to that discord group. So there's a disconnect somewhere of that audience. And that's why it's super important to hone in on your audiences because if the audience of the people that are following us aren't really interested in the discord, then there's no really point to have that. And you should focus on where your community likes to gather. In this case, it seems to be very, very focused on say Facebook. And so, so that's one of the benefits of really knowing your audience. Um, so, so from the free standpoint, I think Facebook is really, really good. Um, the reason why I think Facebook is really, really good is because it has it has um, a couple of beneficial things. So it has something called chats. Um, so these chats are different, like. Um, channels essentially that you can create for communication to take place. And so like with our addicted to podcasting group, we have a general chat now that's doing really, really well. We have a production questions chat if people want to ask production questions. And then we have a admins chat um, if people want to reach out to us because there's something that's going on in the community and they don't, they don't like that. Okay. And so that's one of the reasons why I like Facebook. The second reason why I like Facebook is it's very easy to go live in Facebook from using something like StreamYard, or you can just go live using the Facebook stuff and you can create really, really engaging content um, for your people, which we're going to talk about here in a second, um, because that's the next thing that you need to do is try to figure out how you're going to create really engaging content for the people inside of that group to be you know engaged. The other thing is because then you can interact. The other reason why Facebook I think works really, really good and Discord actually does this better, but Facebook does it as well is like the gaming aspect of it um, and doing things with the community. They have like breakout rooms now or hangouts. Um, I forgot what they call them. I think Google calls those hangouts. I don't know what Facebook calls them. Um, and so they have like ways that you can do that to interact with the community. And the more and more that you do those things um, or the, the more features that that has, the better the community can uh, you can create things that the community can do. And then there's all kinds of other things that Facebook does, like the way that you can add the admins, you can have admins for the actual group, you can have guidelines, you can have um, 
Um, you can have badges for people that are experts in a specific field inside of your community. So Facebook has done a fantastic job, in my opinion, about this, the utilizing their groups and making the groups a very, very, very unique part of the Facebook experience from Meta. And so I think that they have done just a fantastic job. Discord works very, very similar. Discord can be a little bit more complicated. Um, um, so Discord has different channels for different things. And so the channels are kind of like the chats almost, but then you can also have threads inside of Discord, which are also like a topic chat that can feed down. So you can get a lot of great interaction things with Discord, but the problem is, is that Discord for older generations like gener Generation X, um, or I guess even baby boomers with their own Discord, baby boomers, Generation X, and older millennials, they don't seem to do really, really well with that Discord space. And it's because there's just a lot of shit that goes, there's a lot that happens inside of a Discord server, and there's all kinds of stuff to do. So if you do do it, which I did not do this very well in our age of radio one was I made way too much stuff. And so no one really knows like what to do, but the cool thing that you have in discord are roles. So you can have different roles. So you can have the admins have their roles, right? Um, the people that help manage that community. And then you can also have like them color coded. You can have roles that have areas blocked off so they don't see all of the stuff. Um, and that's something, one of the reasons why I think discord is in my opinion, the better of the two of Facebook, I think Discord is the best place for communities. Uh, but I think that 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 um, that you just have to find the right people, and then it'll make more sense for what you do. So the other thing that Discord does really, really well is that Discord allows you to like have gaming interactions, and you can do live stuff better inside of Discord, in my opinion, um, because of the way that the voice over IP works. And so, like for instance, in my Red Wizard Gaming Society group, we actually utilize Roll Twenty to play our Dungeons and Dragons games, but we use the voice over IP service and software inside of Discord to view the um to view the, the 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 game to view each other and then the game board right and so that works really really well um if you have like nitro uh nitro or boost on or your nitro booster on on discord then you can get things like chess in the park you can have other access to watch like movie like youtube can connect to it a lot uh connect to it i believe and then you can watch stuff on youtube together as a group you can listen to podcasts together as a group there's all kinds of cool stuff that you can do inside of discord um if you if you spend the time doing it which leads me into uh well i guess i'll go into that part in a second about content um some of the other platforms that work really really well we use mighty networks mighty networks has a lot of good features especially if you have a paywall around it and so if you don't know what a paywall is a paywall is when you have a, a you have a free version of something or you have a special version of something that requires you to get paid so people can't join our mighty networks they can join our um uh, for 3t warrior academy they have to pay that's our paid membership for my uh for 3t warrior academy get some access into our mighty networks ecosystem but mighty networks has a lot of great things it has very similar features of discord and of um uh, Facebook. But in my opinion, if you're going to have a free community, Mighty Networks isn't the best place to do it. I would do it somewhere like on Discord or on Facebook. If you have a paid community, you could still have a paywall on Discord. Um, but uh, I think that Mighty Networks may be better because there is better stuff that you can do in Mighty Networks, like build courses. So if you have like a course infrastructure that you need to present like a content to people in a course format, you can't really do that um, in you could technically do it inside of Discord and you could technically do it inside of Facebook. It would just not be in the best and easy like 
infrastructure way to like view and see the content in a coarse fashion. And so that's something Mighty Networks, Mighty Networks does really well, which is why for like our crypto courses and our wealth pillars and our 120 day challenge course, we can build all of that inside of Mighty Network, have one paywall, them go into there and then have access to all that. Um, and there's so like in our Mighty Networks or 3 Academy, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do. Again, some people say that it feels a little bit overwhelming. That's the same essence because of, in my opinion, because of them sometimes being older. Um, and those same people sometimes have a problem with the Discord as well because there's a lot that you can do with them. Um, so you would need to take time to really understand and learn the software itself. Um, so before we go into building content for your uh for your community inside of these platforms, which is like the third thing that you need to do and the, probably the most important thing so that you can create engagement. We're going to take a quick break. All right. So uh, we are talking about communities and how to build a community. And so we talked a little bit about knowing your audience and how to find your audience. And so, um, you know, go, trying to find that audience um, real quick is you need to like write down and then write down like the people that you want to go after and then focus on going after them. Um, and so I didn't like, I want to kind of make that clear because one of the things that we think we can do is we can just go out there and start finding people. I would start by grabbing those people and telling them from social media. So the like the walkthrough of this before I go into how to create content, the walkthrough of this is you need to either have a newsletter or an email capture system where you have emails or you need to be creating following on social media and then guide them to go into that group. So a lot, like a lot of the entry points into these funnels nowadays are through social media or through advertising campaigns. So we can think of social media in the essence of an advert, a free advertising It's called organic. Okay. So if you create fun and engaging social media content, then you lead those people into your communities and then you nurture them, you build really strong communities, and then you do a call to action. Or if you just want to have a community, like in the case of Red Wizard Gaming Society, which will eventually have like a monetary aspect to it, but it's really game for just people coming in and talking about games and being involved with games um, and building that is takes a lot of time and I don't have a lot of time to do it, but uh, it's going to eventually continue. So that being said, so you want to have the funneling system in and then get them into your community and that's where you nurture them and grow them and then you can offer them whatever over time. So when you have them inside of the community, whether this is a business or not, you need to create some type of engaging structure to create content that's going out to them. And this is one of the things that I have ridiculously failed at in almost every business venture that I have except for inside of Mighty Networks. Not so much that I failed, it's just that it's not, if you don't do it consistently and create that, that culture behind it, then it's very difficult for people to grasp on for those things that are happening. So like if we're in our addicted to podcasting group, right? Um, we have, we have posts that go out every week. Some of those posts are just asking questions about things that they like. One of the things that we're going to be implementing is a text to sewed episode uh, post where like middle of the week, we have a intense con like topic as if everybody was on a podcast and then you try to engage everybody to ask and engage in that conversation over that week's period or over a three or four day period until the next text is so comes out or close to when the next text is so comes out. Um, the other thing that I do is I do a show in there called showcase 
The problem is I don't get a lot of people that are interested in doing it inside of the Facebook group or have the time to do it on the time that I like to do it. So there have been like four or five of those, but there should have been at this point like 12 or 24 of them, and it should have kept growing. So those are some of the content things that we do. And the idea behind the showcase is, is that if you want to share your content or share whatever, you can come into the showcase and I can just ask you questions. We can chit chat through a live stream and then that stays inside of the group and people can watch it. The other thing that we're trying to implement are gaming. So most people, in my opinion, enjoy gaming. Um, Not everybody. I get that. Like my grandfather, he hates playing games. And I don't mean like I mean, in this case, it's virtual games. I mean, just in general, we don't like playing games. Um, and so most people find gaming or having fun with people, entertainment, a great way for them to interact. So if we try to have the gaming inside of the Facebook group, then more people will interact with it. And we're trying to integrate those things inside of our Discord as well. So you need to come up with like a regular cadence of when you're going to be posting in this group, a regular cadence of when you're going to be going live in this group, a regular cadence of other content that's just specific to this group and not part of your overall ecosystem for whatever you're trying to build, whether that's a business, a brand, any learning company, or just, you know, building yourself up as an influencer. Those are the things that you need to do when you're trying to build that community. So for instance, like in our Discord community, we have a Discord manager. His name's Noah, and this is for the 3T Warrior. I, I know there's a lot of businesses. I go back and forth. But he tries to keep people engaged inside of the community. And then we also have talks where we go live in there every other Wednesday to talk about something in Discord. Um, and so that's some of the content that we do for our community. You know, you also... Um, inside of that one, we also do like giveaways and things like that. So there's lots of things that we're trying to do inside of all of these communities. Um, but you need to like have a plan for them and be consistent with them because when you're not consistent, you fail. And so to go back over kind of these three things, you need to know your audience and you know your platform and then you need to know your content and how that content is being posted. The other thing that's super, super important is that, you know, in, in the content, you have to find things that keep the people engaged. And so that's one of the things that I'm dealing right now with Age of Radio is making sure that I'm keeping everybody engaged because that's really where like the heart of the community is and the 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 feeling of authenticity that happens with inside of the community. Now, if you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, well, how do I do this with my business? Well, you just need to keep look at the core of what your business is. And so, so if the core of your business is say landscaping, I don't know why I use landscaping business, the core of your business is landscaping, then you could have a show on how to take care of like, like your plants or a show on how to take care of your grass, or you can have a community that's all about trees or something that's specific or niche down inside of your specific business community. If you have a business that makes, you know, blankets, you could have, however you make your blankets, let's say it's with quilting, you could have a community around quilting. And then every once in a while, you can talk about your blanket specifically. One of the best and most intense communities that I have heard about or found is the pen addict. And so this is a community about pens and yes, I mean like writing pens. And so he has a live stream Twitch channel. He has a podcast has been around for like 10 years or something. His or seven years, his podcast and Twitch channel or something along those lines. He has sponsorships. He has everything right. And he, all he did was he created a community about stationary and pens and it just grew from there. And so now he has his, his pen ad podcast. He has a company that does something. I think it's like pen cases. And then he has his Twitch. And so 
He has content for these things. He goes live on Twitch five, three to five, I think three times a week. And he has his podcast maybe once a week. And so again, I'm not kidding you. It's just about pins. It's fantastic. And so it's a specific niche for a community that he built and he makes money and makes a living off of that. And so, which means that your brand can do it too. But from a business perspective, you just want all of this to gain community and gain trust and authority and authenticity inside of whatever your business is. Uh, and so you need to look at the core and then you need to come with an idea of what that, the true essence and core is of that community. And then you can start building from there and then come with the content that you put into it. You could even make specific video podcast content that only goes into that community as well. There's all kinds of things you can do. You can do blogs, you can do anything. So it's just really important that you figure that out. Now, if you do do something like videos, um, I would recommend that you find like a hosting platform like Vimeo to use um, and then record it with Vimeo and then just throw that inside the Discord or the Facebook group or whatever um, rather than uploading the whole video because you I'm not sure how long the video is going to be in um, in Facebook. But um, if you just have that link to Vimeo, then you can have it there. Um, so, or you could just use YouTube depending on if you push that out to YouTube. The problem is, is that inside the community, you want that content specific for the community. You don't want it to be found out where, because that's the purpose of the being inside of that community and interacting with it. So then once you have all that piece down, then you need to really figure out as it grows, like once I got to like two or 300 people and and not all of those people are a hundred percent active in it. It's, it's every once in a while that we get a good batch of activity. Um, and that's usually when I'm consisting you know, consisting pretty strong and or have like the live content that goes in there. And so one of the things that you need to do after that, is you need to figure out how to manage that community. And so if you go like right now and you look on, say, a job hosting site like, um, I don't even know, Indeed or something, you could find jobs that are specific to community building for like Discord or Facebook, because that's how important and how important that's not that's how important and how big this idea of these communities are getting in these tribes is that they have dedicated jobs for them but usually what you can do at the beginning until you get to that and then even after you get to that you can interact with the people that are in the community and find people that really engage and then you can have those people be your admins and then you can like maybe compensate them or bring them closer in or give them extra treats or gifts or whatever the case is um because you're going to need those people. Like we have a paid dedicated discord manager for our three T warrior Academy. And it's so important to have that because then they can look at the metrics, they can look at the analytics. And if you don't know what that means, that means like whatever you're trying to track, whether it's engagement posts, you just want to keep an idea a gauge on how those things are growing over time so that you can gauge if your community is doing well and your community is growing. So those things are super, super important. So if you if you um, hire like a discord manager or a Facebook manager, or you have admins or you have people that help in, you bring them closer into your business and then you can build those people through bench strength kind of for other areas inside of your business if you need them. But that's a different story on building bench strength. But you want to make sure that you have admins. You want to make sure that you have a place for them to chat. You want to make sure that you're meeting with them. You want to make sure that you're tracking the analytics to make sure that that community is staying strong, healthy, and growing over time. Um, and so that those are the main things that I think is going to be important for you to start building your community. So to recap, you need to make sure that you figure out your audience. As you start getting that audience, reassess that audience by surveying them. Use something like SurveyMonkey, HubSpot, or MailChimp. I think Mail, if I'm not mistaken, MailChimp does have a feature. Um, 
And then what you want to do is you want to make sure that you pick the specific platform. I like Facebook and uh, Discord. So definitely try those ones out. Um, if you have a paid community, I think Mighty Networks works, but Mighty Networks does have a free like version. You just have to pay for it. The other ones you don't have to pay for unless you have a Nitro Booster for um, for Discord. Then what you need is you need to create what the content is that's going into this community. Um, and you need to find a good cadence for that content to make sure that you're staying on track for it. And then you need to build the people that are going to help you build that community, like admins, community managers, and so forth. And again, this can go for if you have a business or if you're doing it for fun, that concept all works the same. So as I always say, be thankful, grateful, and kind, and we will talk with you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and rate this podcast, um, whether it's a one or a five, I would appreciate it either way. Um, if your podcatcher allows you to make sure that you rate it. The beginning song was Brave Faces Everybody, Brave Faces Everyone by Spanish Love Songs. The closing song was Illuminati Hotties Threatening Each Other, Recapitalism. I like to use Neumann microphones, a Zoom L8 mixing board. I record on Steinberg's Cubase, Steinberg's Cubase, and I use Waves plugins. And one more time, be thankful, grateful, and kind. We will talk with you next time. Bye.